Welcome to In the Raw at Bay Bay 143. Today I come to you all today again talking about generational curses and cycles and so I wanted to bring up a topic that um, some of us have dealt with before. Um, some of us have seen it, we've walked through it and um, I wanted to just kind of get it out there like all of my other topics um, I just want to get it out there and of course um, this episode um, definitely is going to be in the raw like my last episode so um, again today I wanted to talk about a generational curse or cycle that some of us um, know all too well um, it's called domestic violence or abuse when children grow up um, witnessing domestic violence, they carry a, a like a lifelong burden. Um, this early trauma that they experience may impact their de- development, uh, emotional regulation, and mental health. But one of the saddest outcomes is that children who witness domestic violence grow up to have a greater risk of living in a violent relationship themselves and whether as victims or as predators. Um, growing up, I witnessed my mother um, showing her partners like love and care and compassion and like all the things you would think that possibly a man wanted from a woman. Um, however, there was one relationship in particular that I can remember the most. And you might say like, well, why do I remember this one particular relationship more than any of the other relationships that my mother had? Well, here's why. Take a moment and close your eyes. Now imagine you're a young girl and you're sitting at the table with your siblings. Your mother just finished cooking dinner and she's making plates to bring to the table. Her husband at the time realized she was making the plates for the children and not him first. He becomes enraged and he slaps her face. He slams her against the wall and begins to beat on her. You and your siblings jump up from the table and attempt to help. And she screams out, no! Your siblings run upstairs and hide in the room. You hear your mother downstairs screaming and crying. Please, stop, please. Then there's a silence. And the door slams. You go downstairs to find your mother covered in hot beans and food all over the floor and on the walls. And she's crying. And she's making the attempts. The attempts to save what food is left to feed you and your siblings. Now open your eyes. Take a deep breath. I'm sure that was pretty deep for some of you. But just imagine living it. For myself, after witnessing what my mother went through in life, I said, I never want to be in a relationship with someone who would do those things to me. 
never thought of it never crossed my mind well guess what it happened to me I got married at a young age and figured it was my way out of the past generational cycles that I dealt with before well I was wrong I was introduced to one generational cycle my own mother went through. In my first marriage, I did all things to make my husband happy and satisfied with our lives. However, one day I decided to go against his request of not seeing my family. Mind you, my first husband was Jehovah Witness. My family was raised Catholic and Baptist. So I really wasn't allowed to spend time with them because now I'm living the Jehovah Witness lifestyle. So let me just say this. That day when I decided to go against his request, the domestic violence became surreal. He slapped me. And then he kicked me down the stairs with my newborn child in my arms. I laid there bloody faced and all. He came down the stairs and he kicked me down and he kicked me and he kicked me and he kicked me. I decided not making a sound possibly would make him stop. But then it became repeated. I screamed out several times with no help in sight. And then when he felt he was done, he left me there. I was bloody and scared. When I realized he was gone and I didn't hear his footsteps coming back, I was able to get up off the floor and slowly drag myself back up the stairs. My son was crying, but I knew I couldn't take care of myself. I had to take care of him first. I attended to his needs and then I went to clean myself up. And after I cleaned myself up, I laid down. I was too embarrassed to call anyone and tell them. So again, the cycle of abuse continued until I made a way out of that marriage for myself and for my son. I figured that I would be alone for the rest of my life because all men are the same. However, I decided why not try dating again? And I did date. But then I came across someone that I decided to remarry. Now don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that you should jump from marriage to marriage or relationship to relationship. I'm just saying this is what I did. So right off the bat, I must say that my second marriage was a little bit different. It started as him out as basically him being my like protector and my best friend. 
He was caring for all my needs and my wants and my concerns. And he was all that big rah-rah person, like always in my corner. But he was only in my corner because I was doing something that I did in my prior relationship and that I did with my family, which I was buying his love. So one day, reality kind of kicked in. Um, He became this violent, always enraged person. Never wanted me to like talk to my friends or my family or my coworkers. He would take my car so I couldn't drive anywhere. Like I was always stuck at home. He made me always feed him before I fed my children. He would he would take his hands and he would hold me down and choke me out if I said I was going to call the police. He moved me away from my family out of jealousy. I can remember one day while he and I were riding home in the car and he had picked me up from work with my second son in the back seat. And we came to a light. And I was looking out the window and, you know, just observing San Francisco. And he reached over and he socked me so hard that it knocked me out. When I came to, I had a bloody mouth, bloody nose. The window had blood. The door had blood. My shirt was covered in blood. And when I looked at him, he told me, don't be reckless eyeballing. I didn't know what that meant because I had never did anything of the sort before. So, of course, he drove me home to clean myself up and get dinner started. Then I thought about it like, this is too much. But I stayed because this is what I knew because it was generational. So several weeks later, the ultimate happened. I was coming home from work and I was walking to my car and he was in the parking lot waiting. So I was like, kind of weirded out. Like, why is he here? He got out of his car and he asked if I had any money for him. And I told him, no, you have your own money. And he said, "If, if I had my own money, I wouldn't be asking you for any. Well... By me declining to give him what I worked for daily, he reached back with all his power and socked me in my jaw. I fell to the ground and I hit my face on the curb and it knocked me out. And it broke my jaw. Now, I'm not sure how I ended up at the hospital, but I did lay in the hospital for weeks. No family, no one. 
And when I was released, guess who I went home to? My abuser, my husband. Basically accepting what he had done to me only because I had seen the acceptance my mother went through. Thinking it was okay. But I just want to say that it's not okay. So I tell my story today because I don't want women or men to accept that what they saw as children or as young adults to be acceptable to them. You don't have to take it. You could get out. You could get help. Without more awareness of this problem and help for for families and for victims like myself, the burden of domestic violence will continue to be passed from one generation to the next. Domestic violence is a daunting problem, but we must acknowledge it and address it. Did you know that more than 5 million children witness domestic violence every year in the United States alone? And that 50% of them are more likely than their peers to develop substance abuse issues. Even alcoholism. And nearly 75% are more likely to commit violent crimes. Three times as likely to become predators of domestic violence or perpetrators of domestic violence. And some of them may even live a shorter lifespan. Generational domestic violence and abuse is not acceptable. You can choose your thoughts. You can choose to be happy. You are a positive person. And as for me, I love myself unconditionally. And I am strong. I am better than what this generational curse was brought on to me. You know, Maya Angelou said it best. I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel.